Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to live your very best life, one step at a time. To be perfectly honest, the first two years, neither it was just me and my older brother to start. We didn't even take a, a paycheck. We didn't make any money at all. Year three and four, we took $200 each on a salary, and then I waited tables six nights a week, day and night, doubles every day, and we split my tips. So, like, logistically, that's how we survived. Hey, guys, welcome to episode number eight of the Joe Ciccarelli Show, Tunnel Vision, Self Audits, and Being Ignorantly Positive with Lucho Perina. This is a a different episode. I haven't released one like this before. It's an interview with myself and Lucho. Uh, Lucho is a good friend of mine. We grew up together, actually. One of the one of the uh, one of the original friends I've I've had since way back in the day. And uh, he's done some interesting stuff. Him and his brothers have gotten into business. They're in the food industry. They've done a bunch of different things. And uh, it was kind of twofold. There was two reasons why I wanted to interview, I guess, Lucho, but more people. I I think this is something that I'll kind of get in the habit of doing every once in a while just to mix things up. And uh, the first one is I think it's really interesting to hear people's stories. Uh, there's a lot of podcasts out there that just interview entrepreneurs and people that have done cool shit and just to learn about them. And I think that's useful and just interesting for anyone to hear about people's stories and how they got to where they're at. And secondly, probably uh, more importantly, is because most of the people that I, all the people that I interview on here and most of the people that are successful in life are really big into self-development. A lot of the things that uh, I preach here, they practice in in different ways and to varying degrees, but it's really good to hear stuff from a different point of view. Uh, you, you can hear the same message 50 times and on the 51st, 51st time from a different person, it resonates and it hits. And that's my goal here is to just give you a different message in a different way and uh, chatting with Lucho certainly does that. And so uh, a, a quick a, a quick intro to him and he'll talk a little bit about himself when we get started, but uh, Lucho Prina Jr., he's an entrepreneur, restaurateur, and real estate investor from the Boston, Massachusetts area. Uh, you'll hear the Boston accent come out quick for those of you that aren't uh, aren't originally from it from the area, and for those of you that are from Boston, which a lot of my clients, you guys probably know Lucho, and it'll be exciting to just kind of hear his story. Uh, he's most known for Toscana restaurants. He has a couple restaurants in the him and his uh, family have a couple restaurants in the North Shore part of Boston, and also what we what we focus on today is uh, we focus on everything, but certainly in in particular um, their meal delivery service called NutriMeal plans and it's healthy meal and grocery delivery and you guys have seen all the ads for this stuff online but uh, him and his brothers they got into it early and they they have a great brand in the boston new england area and uh enjoy the show and let me know what you think i look forward to doing more of these in the future give us an idea of kind of who you are and where you're coming from all right um i'm lucho perina uh 32 uh, from uh, north of Boston, from the North Shore, um, I'm a, I consider myself to be a, a serial entrepreneur. I love all things business, um, but our, my primary focus, along with my partners, is generally in the food. Um, so we have a couple restaurants. We recently, or not recently, but we're into it for three years. Um, it's a, a healthy meal, prepared meal and delivery service. Uh, we deliver grocery as well. Uh, we also have a background in real estate. Uh, so we buy, hold, sell, flip property. Um, that's kind of just something that we've been doing all along. But we really, we really dip our toe in a lot of different things. Yeah, 
Uh, I mean, you guys literally do everything. I mean, it's like every time I talk to you, it's like, hey, I'm doing, I mean, we were just chatting before we started here and it was like, oh, now we're looking and doing something else as well. Um, and like, how does that work? I mean, like, is it just new ideas pop in? And I mean, I feel like we all have ideas all the time, but like w- you guys seem to capitalize better than m- most people. And I guess for the people that don't know, when you say your business partners, you guys got the, the uh, like the Italian mafia going on in Boston. It's like you <laughs> and your... You and your two, your, your older brother and your younger brother. And uh, yeah, it just seems like your business just keeps growing. So, I mean, what, what's that like and how do you guys do that? Uh, well, as far as doing different things, uh, we kind of started, um, you know, our foundation was built on restaurants, uh, but that gave us the tools to do a lot of different things. I mean, the same principles in any uh, in restaurants really apply to, to any business, you know, and, and vice versa. Uh, but really we're just using our experience. Um, at this point we've been into it for like 12 years. So, I mean, more and more things come across our table as, as, um, you know, more people get to know us and our name gets out there and stuff like that. But it's really about just, uh, you know, vetting everything that comes across the table, which things are feasible. Um, at this point, time is a huge deal. Um, so what's not going to suck up all of our time, you know, we, we shoot in a lot of different directions, but we don't, uh, you know, jump on anything without, without thinking about it and making sure that we could see it all the way through. Sure. Sure. Um, one of the things that I'm actually really interested in, you got, you and I were, we, we've been good friends for a long time and, uh, you went to Roger Williams university, which I, I almost did yep. too. I mean, God, we, we, we were almost roommates. So you go there, mm-hmm. you get your business degree and then you graduate and you become a restaurant manager uh, for yeah. working for the for the business, right? It's it's a yeah. different approach than the 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 most people would take. And it what what got you excited and interested in really taking that entrepreneurial step? Like, how did you know you wanted to do that and not go work for um, some accounting company, you know, Schwab or whoever else? Sure. Uh, most people did. Sure, I mean, my family, honestly, and and. In my own world, I'd never, it just never crossed my mind to get an actual job as, as like ridiculous as that sound. Um, <laughs> yeah. my, like I grew up, my, my father had a construction company. Uh, he was always doing real estate development and stuff like that. My mother has a marble and granite company. Uh, they partnered as well with the real estate. Uh, when I went to college, honestly, like I took financial services, which was, it was okay. I mean, it was just, I like numbers. So I thought it was something I could just pallet for four years. But mm. at, at no point did I think that, you know, I was just going to graduate college, use my degree to get a job. Um, so, that's, that's so you just, just kind of knew from day one, you just kind of knew from, from, from kind of the get go that, that, that was kind of going to be your thing being an entrepreneur. Yeah. As far as the restaurant goes, it kind of was out of the blue sky. So from throughout high school, even college, um, our whole background was construction. So that's what I was doing every summer. I was working, you know, anytime I had a break, I was working with my father, both my brothers too. We were on the construction site, which was great, but none of us took like a real super interest in it. It was kind of just something that we did because, you know, it was just a place to go. We made some money over the summer and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it wasn't something that, you know, there was no passion for it. At the same time, my, my father, who's like a super high, like stress guy, he had a heart attack, his first heart attack when he was 40. So he's had three total. And he a lot of that was attributed to the nature of the construction business. It's just super high stakes. Um, you know, you could lose every, you could build up for 
10 years, you could lose everything you have on one, one bad job in, in three or four months. So at the same time, we wanted to do our own thing, um, you know, create our own path. We didn't want to just kind of jump in with the, you know, with the existing family business. And we have some background. Um, my entire family in Italy is all in the restaurant business, every single one of them. Uh, wedding facilities, all different types of function facilities, restaurants, hotels. That's just like the line of, of family that, that we had. So my father did have some experience there. Um, we know food. I mean, my, my mother, everybody in my family is like, we are obsessed with food, I guess, just being Italian. Uh, so it, it was something that we had, uh, we had a pretty good foundation for and we felt that it was, it was, it was cool. I mean, especially like 21, 22 years old when the first restaurant happened, it was, it was more about like, this is awesome. You know, like who, who doesn't want to be like, I thought it was just going to be suit and tie, like walking around the dining room, just like collecting cash at the end of the night. <laughs> right. You know? Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, um, now you guys have done a lot of different things. I think one of the things that I want to hone in on a little bit because I know it's super relevant right now, and I know you guys have, have recently had a lot of good PR on it is uh, Nutre Mills. Am I saying that right? Is it Nutre? Yeah, Nutre. Yep. Nutre Mills. Okay, so how did you guys come up? So you guys have a couple restaurants. Uh, you guys have your the the Mrs. Perina brand, the marinara sauce that you guys have created that you ca- yeah. kind of sell. And then yeah. all of a sudden, one day I go online and there's this meal service thing going on. How did that yeah. idea happen? Uh, so probably, I mean, I'd say five years into the first restaurant. Um, here's the thing with food. I mean, you once you have the base foundation of food and you start to build a brand and people know you for good food, you can go in a, a billion different directions. So right. our first thought was, you know, where's the the whole industry trending? Um, like we kind of had a jump on that, I think, before a lot of people. Um, at the same time, my my brother's overweight and my father's diabetic, so they were we were prepping meals for them through the restaurant. Both of them saw my brother lost a hundred pounds. My father, when he's eating the food, isn't taking his insulin and stuff like that. So the benefits of it are huge. And we're like, you know what? We have a huge kitchen in Peabody. Let's, let's start to take advantage of the kitchen space we have, you know, just kind of integrating what we are, are, the infrastructure we already have and try and make some additional income. So it started kind of as a hobby, but as it, as it developed uh, and we needed more space, we needed more employees, we just kept kind of moving to the next step, moving to the next step. And now it's a, it's a full blown operation. It's probably the biggest thing we have. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I guess if we haven't clarified this, the Nutrimails is a meal delivery service. You guys just deliver meals all across New England, right? Yeah, we deliver. Yeah, exactly. All across New England. Right now we're like in Massachusetts, um, surrounding states, Connecticut, Rhode Island. And we, we do ship uh, to most of New England, but we're trying to keep like a, a hundred mile radius uh, that we can really conquer the area and then you know expand out from there. But yeah, essentially if you're anywhere in New England, you can get our food. Right. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to shift gears a little bit here. I think people have a good idea of kind of what's going on. And I, I, I want to bring this back to like the audience. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on here is because like you and I grew up together, like we did all, we did a bunch of stupid shit together. We're, we're like mm-hmm. quote unquote normal people, but you know, you've done some really, really cool stuff. I mean, you guys got, I mean, I couldn't count on two hands how many different things you guys have going on. And, and, what I want to do is like inspire and motivate other people that might not might look at you and be like, how the hell did this guy get there? 
And like, how do, how do you, what would your advice be to someone that's like, look, I want to be an entrepreneur, but I don't know where, I don't know where the hell to start. I don't have an idea. I don't know, you know, I don't know what the fuck I should be doing. What, 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 sure. what would be your advice to someone? Sure. I think really, I think it's, it's not a one size fits all answer. Um, I think it depends on, it really depends on the person. If you have, if you're a person who's passionate about something, then I think the, all you need to is just take one step in that direction or take tiny steps in that direction every day and just start heading there. So if you have, let's see, I don't know, an example of something that you could be passionate about. Um, you think about self-development. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if, if you just, what can you, how can you start with what you have without spending a dime? Just take small steps in that direction. If you're somebody who likes just, um, you know, you're somebody who has no passion, uh, but you just, you know, you want to be an entrepreneur, you know, you want to start somewhere. I think you need to audit yourself first. What are you good mm. at? You know, a true unbiased audit. What are you good at? You know, some of your personality traits. Um, is there things that you gravitate towards? Um, and I would do some research. I would talk to as many people as you could. If you're interested in if restaurants interest you, I would I would reach out to your entire network, see who you could talk to that owns a restaurant and find out what exact what really is a day life in the restaurant business because it's never what it looks like from the outside ever. Like I could tell you my my full my day to day is completely different than what I expected it to be when I was 21 and we got started. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's a bad thing. We adjusted and adapted, but it's just not, usually it's not the way it looks from the outside. So I would talk to as many people as possible and I would do a, a ton of research. But if you have a passion for something, just take a small step towards that every day. Write it down, you know, write down what your goal is for the short term, short term what your goal is for the long term and just take small, small choppy steps towards it. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? That's a great point. I, I talked about that. One of my previous episodes was taking it, taking a sheet of paper and literally writing it, putting a line down the middle on the left side, writing the things that you like, or like, I think your words were what you gravitate towards. And then on the right was the things that you're actually good at and, and be honest with you. And like you said, do an honest, honest audit. And then what I really like about what you said was, um, do some, you know, then do some actual research. And if you're serious, this is more my, if you're serious about being an entrepreneur, and you just do those three things. You figure out what you gravitate towards. You figure out what you like, and you just take a couple. Actually, take those steps. Actually, do them. Then you're going to be ahead of ninety percent of people. And it's not that difficult. It's just the it's just the act of doing it, right? Right. Exactly. And writing it down does something to you mentally that I, you know, I can't explain. But if you wake up mm. every day, you kind of know what your what your goal is in the back of your mind. But it's not you're not looking at it on paper. When you wake up the next day, you kind of just take the day as it comes. You know, you're not, you're not moving with intent. I think that's the biggest thing. Like anything you do, you want to do it with intent. You're trying to reach a certain point. That makes any sense. Yeah, it does. That I mean, that's that's it, right? I mean, and it's so good. This is what's so nice about having you on here, right? Like you're, I I say all this shit. I'm a guy obsessed with self development, and my show's based around becoming the best version of yourself and um, figuring out ways for people to do that. And then I bring on you, and you're really interested in that stuff too. But it's just, yeah, that's really useful for people to hear that from someone else uh, in really the same words. Yeah, we didn't plan that. Um, Okay, how did you? Okay, you have your brothers. You guys came up with this idea. 
And um, I guess it, it kind of is straightforward how you turn it into a business, right? Because you guys have, you guys had the infrastructure to, from your restaurants to turn Nutray into a business. But um, what was, in, we, we, we can go as deep or not as deep as you're comfortable here. Uh, but like, what was some of the negative feedback you got from others? What was some of the like thoughts you had in your mind about like, is this going to work? And you know what? We, we can broaden this. It can be specific to Nutrimales or just your entrepreneurial ventures in general. What, what, what was some of the, sure. the struggles and negative stuff? Sure. I mean, my, and for me personally, um, I don't know if, I mean, probably just cause it's the restaurant business, but you know, the more people you talk to, it's any business is that you need to be willing to give up a lot. You need to sacrifice a lot if you really want, if you really want to be an entrepreneur that bad. Like for myself personally, my twenties didn't exist. You know, I was head down tunnel vision. Um, and that's, it's a regret, but it's not, I kind of wish I just structured myself better, but you know, negative feedback came from friends. I, I, plenty of people that I didn't keep in touch with that I should have. Um, and at this, in my career specifically at the restaurant, you know, there was a lot, the first three to four years, we didn't make a dollar. Um, so that was also, you know, a lot of negative feedback along with missing everything ever. And you're 25 years old and everyone's having fun. Uh, but you just got to be willing to give up a lot of things and keep your eye on the long-term picture. We, we say it all the time within, uh, within my brothers is that we're always playing long, the, the long game. You know, like there, there's, there's, a, there's micro ways to look at things and there's macro ways to look at things. As long as we're on the, the right path, big picture wise, you know, it'll all pan out in the end. And we can't, you know, focus too much on the, the negativity right now. But, you know, just one, once anything we're doing, as long as it's attributing to the long uh, term goal, it'll all play out in the end. Yeah. Uh, and okay, so you're sitting there and um, you're going through your 25s. Everyone's going out. They're drinking. They're partying. They're doing whatever they're doing. They're and and you're not. Um, what's what what's what kind of how, how do you push through that? I mean, sure. Well, from a financial standpoint, if you want to think about like talk about the nitty gritty, um, like not having enough income really is. I lived at home. We all lived at home. Um, we didn't egregiously spend a, a penny into into our personal lives. Like there was no, you know, buying watches, buying cars, none of that. Every single dime that came in went to the restaurant to try and eventually make money. Um, so to be perfectly honest, the first two years, neither it was just me and my older brother to start. We didn't even take a, a paycheck. We didn't make any money at all. Year three and four, we took $200 each on a salary. And then I waited tables six nights a week, day and night, doubles every day, and we split my tips. So, like logistically, that's how we survived uh, because mm -hmm. we were able to not not really have a healthy restaurant, uh, but still continue. Got it. Wow. Okay. And then, how about like from a personal standpoint? Like, how do you deal with the fact that all your friends are out doing stuff and you're not? I mean, honestly, you got to have tunnel vision, really, like, especially now, like what other people are doing, it just doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah, the least you could look around and say, like, oh, this person's doing this, this person's doing that. The less you can look at those things, the better off you are. Just keep your head down and just focus on what you're doing, because what other people are doing doesn't matter. You know, it might yeah. not be working for them. It might be complete bullshit. 
But I'm a huge believer in that you create your own path. You know, like you don't need to be oblivious to the world, but just keep your eye on what you're doing. Stay focused on your goals. And really, honestly, it doesn't matter what other people are doing. And I got to say, there's one thing in particular that got us through the probably the first five years was the people we bought the restaurant from because we came from uh, a restaurant background and we retained a, uh, some of the employees that worked there that we became friendly with and all that. They told us, uh, you know, Danielle was the name of the lady who owned it before us. She said, you guys aren't going to last six months. So there was something there that it just was like the driving motivation, like just to shove it up this lady's ass. And yeah. Just kept us going all day. Yeah. And I don't remember, I remember you telling me a story one time when you guys shouted out, like your brother was just making pizzas and going around to every business in the area and giving them free small pizzas and just doing, yeah, just grassroots marketing, trying to just build a business. Yeah. You can't take your foot off the gas. That's the other thing, especially early on. Like there's no coasting like, oh, you know, we're doing okay now. You know, we made a few bucks or whatever. It's, you know, say you had a good month or something. You need to constantly be trying to find new ways to generate income, increase what you already have, you know, creating new things. If you're not progressing and, and when you have your own business, you're moving backwards. Like there's no yeah. such thing as staying steady. You need to constantly have your foot on the gas. Even if you're doing shit that's not working, scrap that, try the next thing. But you need to be doing new things, trying new things every single day. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's awesome. Um, okay, you guys have started all these different businesses. Uh, how do you, so many people struggle. So the first thing people struggle with, in my opinion, is well, I, I don't have an idea. And then people get an idea. There's a lot of people that have ideas and they, and they start and stop. They, they, yeah. they do it for a week. They're a hero on day one. Um, I think you've covered some of this, but what else would you add to that? How, how, how are you different and how do people need to look at that differently so that they're not just another person that does something for a week? And whether that's starting a business, and let's be broad here. I mean, you guys are in the food business. Uh, Nutrimeals is trying to get people to, to live a healthier lifestyle, be, become better versions of themselves. Like the same thing with eating healthy. I mean, how do you stick it out? Here's the, here's the thing with starting and stopping. If you start something, you got to, again, an honest assessment. Why did you stop? Did you stop because... You know, it was just a dead end road and, you know, you picked up something else and kept going because in my opinion, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you stop, uh, you know, one, one avenue or one business because you think there's a better way. If you're stopping just because, you know, you just don't want to do it anymore, then that's a different story. Uh, but it's all about, honestly, it's about how do I keep it going? Because I'm just, I really, what we all do, me and my brothers is we just are constantly trying to be better human beings it's just constant mm. self-development it's like it's less about if you just take everything all your time all your energy invest it into yourself listening to other people there's so much information out there now books podcasts i listen to audiobooks every single day there's not a day that goes by that i try not to learn something new what, what are you listening to uh i listen a lot to andy frisella uh ed mylett uh a recent book I read was or listened to was The Law of Attraction. Ah, just, what'd you think of that? that? That's an interesting book, huh? It is, yeah. I think there's a ton of a ton of value in there. A ton of ton of value in there. You know, that's another way to keep that you keep going. You know, you just gotta be positive. Mindset. Yeah, yeah you gotta mindset. be almost almost ignorantly positive to keep going. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That's, Sometimes that's if you, you know, if you know too much, like it, it, it you're worse off. Like just it doesn't, you just got to convince yourself every day that it's going to work. 
and just stay positive. Say those things out loud. You know, that's a lot mm. about, you know, things in that book. Just be positive to other people. Just put out as much good energy as you can. And I think that that helps along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting question. For those people that look at you as successful, what do you see that they don't? I see the shit that I've given up that most people don't realize, you know, even anybody that looks at us and like, they think we were, we're, okay, for starters, in our opinion, other people might see us as successful compared to like, I don't know, the the average person that's out there. But in our opinion, like in our world, we're at like 10% capacity. Like once we, once you realize how much you're capable of doing, if you develop yourself and you create the my, my, uh, right mindset, you actually like, you literally brainwash yourself to believe that you could do anything because you can, there's, there's no limit. So for us, it's, you know, this new trade meals company, honestly, our goal is to get to $50 million in revenue and we have three years to do it. And that, that's just what we're going to do. You know, we're, we're just setting our mind to that and that's what's going to happen. Um, but really, it's the, the sacrifices. A lot of people don't see what, you know, what all of us have had to give up. You know, like even my little brother recently, he's 27. You know, everyone's going to a bachelor party. He can't go because he's responsible for the production, um, you know, like the packaging and assembly for Nutrate, which is, you know, it's just a huge thing that we can't miss right now. We're not at the point where, you know, he can't be there, you know. So it's there's just a lot of sacrifices. It's just you got to be ready for that. You just got to accept it, honestly. Like there was a point throughout my 20s that I didn't even consider. Like if somebody asked me something, I don't even know what they're at. I don't even like read the words. Sorry, I can't make it. (laughs) It's just like, ah, sorry, I can't do it. You know, like my weekends are gone. Now, as you grow, you become more structured. You know, you have the ability to hire people um, and become structured and you get more freedom, I think, as as companies develop. Uh, But there's a lot of sacrifices. You just got to be ready for that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, this goes like, and um, you you pointed to structure a couple times, but if if you were if you were going to do this whole thing over again, would you do anything differently? And if so, what? Early on, I don't think we I've made like a ton of mistakes. As far, I mean, as I shouldn't say that I've made a billion micro mistakes. You know, like hundreds of small failures but you just correct them and you move on i think we've we've always done well with that but i would have spent a lot more time on developing my mindset if i could create Mm. uh you know like back then like right now i try to have six days a week of productive days you know and i'm squeezing 14 hours a day you know of, of production Previously, before I was working on myself, it was, you know, depending on what you ate the night before, what time you went to bed, what TV you're, you know, you might have one or two productive days in a week and the rest were just wasted time. So that's kind of the way I looked at things is how much am I actually producing, looking at every single day, what did I get done today and how can I, you know, do more tomorrow? If I had that mindset when I was 21 in the beginning and didn't, waste any time, just put all my, a lot of my energy into that. I think I'd be much further along than I am right now. Mm. Yeah. You pointed to mindset a lot and that's so important. I think for people to, to, to hear, and again, it's good to hear from a different voice, but it's, 
it is right. I mean, like that's you're the you're the tool, and if you don't develop that tool, um, like you're not going to be able to 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 do anything with that tool. And I think so many people just go right into I want to do something with my tool, but they don't have a tool that's well developed to do that. Does that kind of makes does that does that make Absolutely. make sense? Absolutely. I think there's certain people have certain limitations. Like, trust me, I have plenty of limitations. But where I feel like I'm weak, I try and develop those things. And I get those things that are missing from other people or through other avenues, or I try and set up a structure to kind of those things just get done for me without me having to spend too much time on it because it's a struggle. And I focus on the things that I can do great. Uh, yeah. Because that's what's going to make us progress. You know, delegating is a big deal. Um, and our, my brothers and I too. The, like the cool thing about us is that we all have like the same the same exact mentality. We all like we're cut from the same cloth. Um, like I don't think there's anybody who would put in more work and more time um, than we do. But we're all di- great at different things. Like mm. we don't do any. All of our strengths and weaknesses are completely complement each other. Um, which not everybody has the luxury, you know, of having uh, is like good partners, um, especially that are family. But, you know, in our case, we're fortunate there. Yeah, it just works out for you guys. Um, one of the big things in coaching is like people think they come to a coach and it's, uh, okay, here's advice and here's answers. And every once in a blue moon, I'll interject, you know, very hesitantly, I'll interject my rice, my advice, but really it's about getting the answers out of you. And, and where I'm going with this is I think everyone in a lot of ways probably knows what they could do to, to really make their life better, whether that involves an entrepreneurial thing or general self-development, right? I mean, if I sat here with you right now and said, Lucha, I want you to sit here Take a couple minutes and write five things you could do that could significantly impact your life. You could do that, but mm-hmm. anyone could do that. And mm-hmm. why do you why do you think so many people struggle to take their own advice? I mean, we 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 know what to do, we don't do it. What do you, what do you think the the disconnect is there for so many people? Self doubt. I think uh, yeah. I think it's a lot easier to look at other people and tell them what they should be doing, but. When you're looking at yourself, it's super hard to be completely honest with yourself. You know, that was, that's something for me that, you know, I, I've, I've developed over time too. Like, you know, you, you think you're being honest with yourself, but you're not, you know, like maybe 75%, but not a hundred percent. But as soon as you can be a 100% honest with yourself, critique yourself, see where you're weak, uh, you know, develop those areas. That's when you really, really, you, you feel like, you know, weight's been lifted. You're not hiding anything from anyone. You're not trying to pretend that you're something you're not, you know, or trying to cover up certain areas and talk a certain way because, you know, you're trying to cover something up. You're just, you know, for sure that that's the things that you need to work on and you work on them, you know, but Mm. self-doubt, I think that's, like I said, that comes back to just being blindly optimistic. You know, you just got to block those things out. You got to try and train your mind to just stay focus and on one track. Can you give an example from your life and way that you kind of deal with self-doubt and how you kind of put the blinders on and what, how, how that's, how you struggle to do that or don't struggle to do that? Uh, my, honestly, one of my problems early on was being too optimistic. Like, and my brothers usually like Angelo in particular, my older brother would, would reel me back in, you know, like, dude, this, that's not feasible, you know, like, and I was, always the one to say like, let's just go, you know, let's just, let's just keep moving forward. Like the, it, things will fall into place, you know? So I kind of have the opposite of, of self self doubt. 
early on. Like mm-hmm. it was just too too much optimism. Uh, like too much things are going to just work in our favor, and I wouldn't do the proper things to set ourselves up. You know, to set myself up for those things. Um, you know, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, I got one more for you. Uh, okay, at the beginning, I kind of asked you. Like, what advice would you give to others who want to be entrepreneurs but don't have an idea? And I think the advice you gave was very structurally sound, and we, we've both kind of given that. Uh, it's now been given twice on this podcast. So if you've listened to this podcast and you've heard now twice, and you're interested to be an entrepreneur, you got some real action here. But um, I, I guess from a motivational standpoint, what advice is there to give to people who are kind of stuck in the space between, um, like? I want my own business or I want my own thing or I want my own hobby or I, I want, yeah, I want more of me in my life, if that makes sense. But I really don't know where to start. Uh, and I, just to preface that, to me, that's different than like the nuts and bolts of like putting out a piece of paper and writing stuff down. Like how do you, how do you motivate people to like do that? I think the biggest, the most like you got to build the plane as you fly it. So if you have, if you're interested in being you know, a landscaper, for example, you have a lawnmower, you don't have a trailer, mow your neighbor's lawn, you know, do what you can with what you, you have, you know, mow your whole street. Once you get enough money, then you can get a trailer, you can move into the whole neighborhood, you know, but look at what you have without having to take too much risk and see what you can actually do feasibly. You know, what can you feasibly get done with? with the infrastructure you have currently set up without spending a dime. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, but we don't have a logo yet. And, uh, you know, we still need T-shirts and we don't have contracts and our website's not ready. Just go get a job. Get your first job, you know. Then from there, you can develop all those things as you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, if you're not sure what what the thing is that you want to do, I think the most important thing is is to analyze yourself, see what you're good at, do a ton of research if there is a particular avenue that you think that you could be interested in and find out what the real deal is in that industry. You know, what's what's mm-hmm. actually going on? What would I really, what would my day-to-day really be like? Uh, talk to as many people as you can, you know, and keep the blinders off. Don't look at what's going on on Instagram because none of that shit is real, if you ask me. Some of it probably is, but it's all doctored up. Oh, yeah. I mean, Instagram is a scary place and that's, I think, that's a, that's a self-doubt manufacturing machine right there. If if you want a quick way to sure. blow up your self-esteem and not 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 pursue stuff, go go look at Instagram all day. For sure. And be comfortable with your own path, I would say, is another thing. I mean, there's there's so many times that, well, look at this guy, this restaurant guy, you know, like he franchised and he did, you know, what like you gotta look and see what's going on in your life. There's so many factors and influences that each individual person has that's different from another. Mm, and you true. need to do what's what's right for you you know like you're you're creating your own way everybody's doing it a little bit different i mean there's no you can look you can look at what other people did successful i'm not saying not to do that and take and pick and choose little things uh, but you need to do it your own way i'm, I'm a big believer Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the episode today. Thanks for tuning in. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, specifically some of the more actionable components of the advice I give on here, I wanted to make you aware of a weekly email that I've started sending out. It goes out Friday mornings. It's called Joe Chick's Weekly Tip, and it is just that. It's a weekly tip, short, quick, actionable, and a great way to just start your weekend off on the right foot. You can subscribe anywhere on my website. There's a bunch of different areas, or you can go to joechiccarelli.com forward slash subscribe, and you can sign up. Look forward to hearing from you guys soon.